You are listening to We Woke Up Like This. I'm Reverend Joya. And I'm Reverend Celia. And we We are loyal to loving and supporting soul awakening in every human being. Hello, lights and souls. This is Reverend Joya here with a short episode today, and I'm transmitting solo. I wanted to talk about trusting spirit, trusting source, and what happens in this process as you begin to surrender and allow more and more and more of this energy to fill you. And it's become really apparent to me that consciousness is being aware of yourself. And metacognition or mindfulness, the point of mindfulness I've said and how I teach mindfulness is that the whole point of mindfulness is to cultivate metacognition, which is to become aware that you are aware of yourself, which might sound like a play on words, but it's different because consciousness, we can go through life with this consciousness that talks to us all day long. And it tells us a story about ourselves and how the world relates to us all day long. And what we're not taught, most of us, is that this story that we're telling ourselves all day long about how the world relates to us completely depends on our attitude. And our attitudes are the brain's filters of how we see the world. Which is why when you have an attitude of gratitude, you look for things to be grateful for. When you have an attitude of joy, you look for things that make you joyful. And it's automatic. It's not like you're forcing your consciousness to do this. It's just what it does because it's obeying the attitudes. And the attitudes are governed by the will. And the will is either governed by the ego and the program traumas or it's governed by spirit. And what I'm finding really fascinating right now is in my own journey of stepping into trust and allowing and trusting guidance of spirit that more and more unfolds for me to be able to understand it or understand it so that I can teach it to other people, that it's not some mysterious aspect of ourselves like I used to feel like it was. I remember when I was younger, like going to AA or narcotics, not narcotics, what's the other one? Um, Al-Anon, that we learn to trust a higher power, right? Trust your higher power. But I never understood what that meant. I was like, what does that mean? So when we're talking about consciousness and this interior consciousness that we have, it can come about in two ways. And it both, both parts stem from the amygdala. And we know that the amygdala is tied to the limbic system and it's the fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response. And by the way, I love that there's a fawn response now because 
yeah, I've been that fawning people pleaser, that's for sure, to get by. And I think that's something a lot of women do in particular. So when we're letting our consciousness operate from this aspect of mind, then we're operating on pre-programmed notions that are programmed in the brain from other people, from our teachers, from our parents, from our friends, from our aunts, from our uncles, from our church, all programmed in about who we are. And especially as children, we're in theta brainwave state. And theta is where we're programmed, where we get our ideas and our, our conceptions and our our visions. And they all get imprinted and planted within us. So we find that when we're adults that this inner chatter that's going on doesn't even belong to us. It can belong to generations of people who've passed it on, like that telephone game where you whisper something to the next person and they whisper it to the next person and they whisper it to the next person. And by the time that gets to you, the message is AFU. And it's not even our message. It's not even our, our, our own languaging within. It's, other, it's all these other voices. It's all these other attitudes. It's all these other filters of perception. But within the amygdala, there's also another part of the amygdala that has access to the frontal lobes of the brain where we can change and shift our consciousness to come into the present moment. And when we can cultivate present moment awareness or metacognition or being aware that we are aware, we get to choose. We get to, we, then we're in choose our own adventure land. <laughs> we get to decide how we're going to respond or react or think about things. And we can ask our will to be not my will, but thy will. And by saying thy will, it's attuning to this higher vibrational consciousness of the universe. God is not a man. God is not a person. God is a frequency. God is a vibration that we can tune into. KGOD. <laughs> and when we're tuned to this frequency, it expresses through our embodied being, when we allow it to, when we surrender to it, when we trust it, when we trust our source, when we trust this guidance that's flowing in now from our present moment amygdala to keep our responses and reactions to life calm, centered, grounded, filtered through a perception of trusting source, that there is a source, that we live in this source, that we are of this source, that we create our lives within this source and that this source reacts to us, responds to us. That nothing gets created without a creator. Where did the first seeds originate from? Where did the first orange seed come from? And we have a seed within us that is calling us into expression of the, the youest you you can be, the meest me I can be. And so what happens when we allow and we rest and we relax and we trust and we surrender and we accept and we just step into this flow 
as we become spirit flowing through us, we allow the consciousness now not to be guided by our old pre-programmed stories, but now we allow our consciousness to be fueled and animated by our nafsha, our vital life force that is attuned into the akash or the field to flow into us. And when we set that intention and our vibration changes, our vibration literally changes, that it sends out these feelers almost is how I see it into the field that is magnetizing now manifestations, opportunities. And when we expect that to happen and we're waiting for it, we're anticipating it with this expectancy, then it happens because that's the energy we're putting out. And if we are operating in the field of KGOD as KGOD, then what we are expressing is the most us we can be within this field, this quantum field of potentiality. We are the bridge between heaven and earth. We are of the earth. We We are born of the earth. We are born of Mother Gaia. What she is, we are. And our feet are planted firmly on her And then our crown is in the field. It's in the Akash. And so in this way, we get to bring down heaven to earth. And the definition of heaven is to be in continual communication with source. And to be in continual communication with source is to keep source ever at the forefront of your consciousness through this amygdala, through your sensory awareness. We can do it with sound. We can do it with smell. We can do it with what we're looking at. We can do it with what we're tasting. We can do it through touch. We can only do all of those things right in the present moment. And so when we learn to bring our attention into our bodies as a sensory awareness vehicle we can stay present and attuned to our vibration and make sure that that vibration is always attuned to kgod with this expectancy this excitement this anticipation this delight to see what unfolds And the perfect example of this is what I'm going through right now personally in this beautiful planet, our planetary ascension that we're all going through. And I'm not even not going to say that anymore because that's what it is, is I woke up. I woke up when... A friend offered me a coaching session. And then that coach said, read this book. And the book was The Way of Mastery. And she said, I got this book from my coach. 
Steve Hardison, who has a book out now called The Ultimate Coach, by the way, and you should read it because it's amazing. And I was like, wow, well, if Steve reads this book and gives it to his clients and he charges a million dollars a year to work with him, then maybe this is a book I should read and invest in. And and I remember that first paragraph saying something about Christ consciousness. And I was just like, nope, not reading it. No, I can't do anything that has to do with with Christ. And this was only in 2019, you guys. This wasn't that long ago. This is what's so mind-blowing. And then just allowing it, saying, okay, I will allow a little bit to creep in. I'll see, I'll see what lands. That it cracked me wide open. And that's because I've always been attuned to the vibration of spirit and I was just mismanaging it. Just mismanaging my imagination, mismanaging my personality, mismanaging my gifts, mismanaging my talents, mismanaging my abilities, mismanaging my trust and where I should trust. It's all just mismanagement. And I was stuck in my own head thinking I could solve the problems of my life by thinking my way out of it. And it certainly helped a little bit to cultivate metacognition, to become aware that I'm aware, to become aware that I was talking to myself like crap so that I could change that. And to become aware that I could choose to respond to things outside of me rather than react to things outside of me. But it was really the awakening of the, of my heart of tuning back into the spiritual vibration and really coming home to it, which now here we are, as I record this today, it is October 25th and we are having a partial solar eclipse today. That now only in three short years, because it was September of 2019 that I was given that book. 19, 20, 21, 22. It's three years. Three years of daily work. Three years of daily practice. Three years of daily reading. Three years of daily allowing more and more and more of this consciousness. More and more trust. More and more letting go. More and more surrender. More and more allowing. More and more grace. More and more ease. That now that this path that I'm on, I never could have imagined for myself. I never could have planned this. The doors that unfold and the connections that get made and the synchronicities and the blessings and the tying, the tying together of things. This is kind of what's blowing my mind now is seeing how this one vision or one aspect of my life is now tying into the spiritual aspect of my life in ways that are, I know are not from me. No way. And it, the growth has really been exponential since I said yes to creating the Vibrazer event and answering a dream, waking up from a literal dream, a literal vision, seeing a vision so clear in my mind's eye 
that there was no way I could not not do it. I mean, I could choose not to do it, but somebody else is going to do it. That's for sure. Because this came from spirit. Spirit wants it done. So I'm doing it. And now it feels so humbling and such an honor to be allowing myself to be that channel, to be that vehicle for spirit to move through. And then also recognizing that we can all do this. We all can do this. Everybody can have this ability. Everybody does have this ability. And so what's happening now is that I am meeting people who are also in that vibration of being spirit as spirit through their human pos- human their human personality expressing in their body but they're very humble and they're very grateful and they're in awe and we see it in each other and it's just amazing so since i said yes to creating the vibrazer I talked about it on another episode that I then had to go to work. I didn't know I was going to work, but I had to go to work to become the woman who can hold that vibration because this is an idea from spirit and I am spirit holding this vibration now and to own that. And so since I said yes to that, so many amazing things have happened. Doors have opened, people I've met, help that's come along incredible opportunities that are presenting themselves. And not only that, but the work that I'm truly here to do and to see and to know and to really step into the fullness of the power of it is so wonderful. And it feels like it's just the beginning. That's what is really blowing my mind is just how much better my life has gotten in such a short amount of time, how much more expansive my life has gotten in such a short amount of time, and that there's so much more to come because this is just the beginning. And it really is about choosing what quality of consciousness do you want animating your body? That question land on me, landed on me last December 6th after drinking all day with a group of friends, being at a bar all day with a group of friends, leaving that bar and going to a strip club with a group of friends, no judgment to the strippers or people who go to strip clubs. It's just not a, a very uh, high vibe environment, shall we say. And sitting in there and having that question drop in, what quality of consciousness do you want animating your body? It was just a simple question. And I was like, oh, I can choose, not this one. And I left. And now it's like I'm a totally different person from that time last year. It's mind-blowing. And what has happened is uh, my sound healing is more profound. It's having much more deeper impacts on people's life because I'm operating from from the vibration of Christ consciousness. I'm accepting and stepping into my Magdalene vibration, which I know I have and I know I came with and I've known it since I was a little tiny girl. Having conversations with Mary Magdalene out in the woods by my house, 
sitting on the big fossil rock I used to love to go to and having conversations with her. And I remember one day in particular being awash with this massive feeling of um, deja vu. It was so intense. It was such an intense deja vu that I can remember it now, still to this day, and I was probably like seven or eight. And now to be unfolding, all of this unfolding, and to see these visions and these visuals that I've had in my mind for years, that now I'm coming to read things and be introduced to people who are these old teachers, ancient teachers of ancient lineages that I couldn't find if I Googled them. They're people that people know that introduce me and say, oh, you need to know this person. And they say, I need to know this person now because it's a vibrational frequency. You see, when we move out of, out of the ego and out of the brain, the head brain, the thinking brain of the mind, and we move into the brain of the heart and the brain of the gut, the whole body brain, and we operate from the consciousness in the brain, we use the head brain now what it's for, which is to choose our consciousness, which is to use the amygdala to filter our, our perceptions through our frontal lobes. And we create mystical experiences. We change our vibration because we are mystical beings. We're vibrational beings. And when we align and ascend our vibration, we start attracting people of that same frequency. And then we meet people who have these keys, these missing pieces of the puzzle of our own life that we've all been on these missions. And it's just so remarkable how it all starts weaving together, all starts weaving together in ways that are just, you know, don't come from you. You're, you couldn't have imagined it. You couldn't have pictured it. You couldn't have called it, called for it because you didn't know. You don't know until after you don't know until you're in it. And then you're like, Whoa, <laughs> I didn't know this was the missing piece, but now I know why I always thought that or why I always felt that. And now it makes sense. And here we are. And this clarity that's landing is beautiful. And this is available to everybody when, when one decides to embark on this spiritual message, spiritual mission of awakening, awakening back to your spiritual technology of your body, awakening back to discover that you are of source, that you are source expressing itself as you. So how much of you can you express in the highest vibration possible? And when you start to ask that question, then you'll be guided. And it won't make sense. And the visions might seem big and they might seem utterly impossible and you have no idea how you're going to do it. So you don't ask how you just say, okay, guide me. Thy will be done. I am so excited. I expect this vision or something higher to come to fruition. And as you go on this path of this vision and you say yes, then you're going to be guided to wider and different and bigger paths of expansion because you're demonstrating trust. You're demonstrating that you're walking it on the planet and you're bringing heaven to earth in your body, through your body, 
through what you say, through what you do, through what you feel, through your emotions, your energetic transmissions to people who are around you. Feel it. And you can transmute how other people feel and what other people think about themselves just by being in your presence when you're loving, when you have that high vibration. And it's not attached to ego. It's not attached to any kind of feeling of being better than or judgment, but really of reverence, gratitude, thankfulness, awe, excitement, joy. Like these are the, these are the inherencies of spirit, knowledge, power, life, joy, love, which means these are our inherencies too. I'm just tuning in and asking spirit if there's anything else to share. And it's just a practice. That's what's coming in. Practice, 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 practice. And the formula is decide. Decide. Ask yourself, what quality of consciousness do I want animating my body? And then decide. And it might not be a a clear picture. It might just be kind of a feeling, a vague feeling, a vague recollection, a vague recognition. But decide and say, okay. And then practice. Practice being that vibration. Practice feeling that vibration. Practice being in that vibration. Visualize yourself in that vibration. If it's just a feeling, visualize yourself in that feeling. And it should be a feeling. It should be a vibrational feeling. So visualize it, practice it, practice it, practice it. And then you become it. You don't have to practice it anymore. Now it's who you are. So it's decide, practice, become. Decide, practice, become. Decide, practice, become. And this is the process. We just do it over and over and over again. And I know that where I'm at right now is just a little baby blip of where spirit wants me to be because now I feel it. As we ascend the mountain of our own inner trek, we begin to realize that the higher we go, we get a glimpse of just how vast and expansive the kingdom is. And there are many mansions in the kingdom of heaven. And these mansions are all of your expressions, your creations. And there's so many, so, so many. We can ascend so high, so high, so beautiful. You're capable of such amazing things. We all are. So beautiful. All right, with that, I will be back with Miss Celia for part two of our Uh, chapter six of the way of mastery and we will be interviewing celia's very talented sister michaela who is an amazing singer on our podcast and i will have an interview coming up with reverend heather elizabeth who is just such an embodied light i can't wait for you to meet her and these are the things we have coming up 
pretty soon on We Woke Up Like This. Thank you for joining me. Don't forget to practice today. Be the youest you you can be. Sending you lots of love from here to you. Bye. Thank you for listening to We Woke Up Like This. If you enjoyed this content, please like, share, and subscribe, and leave a review on our website, wewokeuplikethis.com. And we invite you to come activate the world with us at our inaugural event, Vibrazer. Our mission is one billion voices raising the vibration of the planet to love. And our vision is to create a cosmic wave of love that ripples around the world and out into the cosmos. Your voice and your energy matter. Come participate in this divinely inspired event that is part ceremony, part concert, part dance, all joyful and fun. It is 122.23 in Mesa, Arizona, and you can find tickets at vibrazer.com. And this first event is featuring the amazingly talented Ma Muse and for our conscious dance party, DJ Taz Rashid. See See you there. there. Thanks for listening. Bye.